Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live, as we are always, from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, they will help you get there. Of course they are. They're TireRack.com. They are awesome on a thousand different levels. TireRack.com has an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, uh, Frostburg, quick question here. Um, are the Lakers Answer back Answer is right yes. Now? Are they back? Are the Lakers back? I mean, they are, took one in San Francisco, so they're are, obviously back. Yeah, they're taking it here, too. Are, are, are they back? I, I, I don't know they if they're back. They don't play till Saturday. I don't know if they're back right now. And at this point, you have to think about getting LeBron and AD out of the Oh, yeah, get them the hell out. Fourth quarter. It is a 105-78 lead. Throw the damn towel. Warriors. Duke is yelling and Rocky's holding it. Come on, man. Throw it in. 105 to 78. 42 seconds left to go in the third quarter. I mean, I guess you could argue AD didn't really play this game at all. Oh, oh here we go. Soon. Here we go. Too soon. Too soon. Too wow. Soon. Too that soon. escalated quickly. Too soon. Look at you. Uh, the Warriors are shooting 56% from the floor, 54% from three point range. Clay Thompson isn't missing. 
missing. All five Warrior starters are in double figures. This is what happens when you don't miss, and it's going to be a 1-1 series going back to L.A. Now, all told, this is a win for the Lakers. The first two days has been a win for the Lakers because I firmly expected this is going to be one of those series where 2-2, no, the Lakers taking game one did what they needed to do. Now the pressure on the Warriors to go out and get one of the next two. I mean, it's a 28-point lead. At 28-point lead right now, we're getting to the end of the third quarter. Uh, yeah, time for LeBron and AD to hit the bench. I, I don't think this is going to be a huge comeback here. After I, I would, a uh, – I'd take him out. Darvin Ham. No, take no, him that's out. it. Get him to the end of the, uh, the quarter, and that's the end of it. LeBron actually got called for a technical, too. Uh, went up for a three-point shot, felt he was fouled. He did a full lean, away, and, and he was touched. looked like on the wrist. Uh, referee was having none of it, so he started screaming at him, staring him down. Been a lot of stare-downs uh, on both sides in this contest, so we could probably do a super cut of guys doing uh, their best rock eyebrow impressions. Mm. Or maybe yelling, I am Groot, since we're mm, on the eve okay. of that movie coming out, too. Uh, but Anthony Davis, 11-7-4, minus 18, LeBron, after that huge first half, he's got 23. He had 19 at the break, 10 of 18 from the field, now a minus 23. And remember we had the stat very early on how the Lakers had drawn even with the Warriors in terms of their three-point proficiency? Well, the Warriors have now doubled them up. Yeah. 18 makes to the Lakers' nine. Yeah. Nine. Maybe. And the Lakers only have nine free throw attempts. Yeah. So, you know, the old Phil Jackson thing from way back in that, well, I don't know. We probably have to take a look at that. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, what happens? Svengali or Obi-Wan Kenobi effect since it is May the 4th. <laughs> uh, right now, LeBron is incredibly upset. Uh, it doesn't look like he Rightfully made- so. Any sort of move, Jordan Poole takes a three and just hits the deck uh, because of LeBron's presence next to him. He does a great job in calling in, in drawing the foul, but LeBron didn't touch him. He's almost as mad as he was from that play earlier the season against the Celtics. How did you not call a foul against me? He wants it waved off. He wants his foul waved off. The Lakers are challenging it right now. Um, there was no foul. Not that it matters because you're down by 28. Uh, but this play, yeah, I, I'm on LeBron's side. This was just a great fall uh, to try to draw the foul. And you know what? Look, if you could draw it, that's great. If you could draw it, it's awesome. But, but that's part of the game. now, and th- 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 this will get overturned. That's part of every game at this point, right? What, whatever sport you're playing, whatever level, you're trying to – to get the official to give you a call, right? A little exaggerated stumble if maybe you've tripped over your own feet or over the ball playing soccer. Watched a little of that earlier today uh, with some comical effects from the the EPL. Uh, and then certainly in these games, there's been a lot of, oh, I got hit. I mean, we've talked a lot about James Harden for years. How many f- extra free throws did he shoot on things that were nowhere near fouls? For LeBron James, he's just mad that he didn't get a call the other way, and now you get this one called on him. And it's the, as we've talked about, the little micro things over the course of a game, fouls uh, that you thought you should have drawn, fouls or, or calls you should have gotten, shots that your teammates should have hit, passes you made that they didn't finish, all of that, uh, you know, blowing up and screaming at people, that happens. Little things, little mess-ups suddenly become big deals. And that's what happened to LeBron James here, and he and Darvin Ham now sharing a couple of chuckles on the side uh, as the Warriors shoot free throws. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save 
at Progressive.com. Well, a story I've been waiting to get into and, and really dig into here. We have a great opportunity now because the, the, this Deion Sanders story just continues to go. And the, the whole controversy surrounding Dion, who came in as Colorado's head coach, tells everybody you got to hit the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And now there's a big deal because over 50 players have hit the transfer portal. Um, this has been a big deal over the course of the last few weeks. Oh, look at what's happening. 50 players. It's a huge problem. Today, Colorado's athletic director, Rick George, said, hey, we support Deion Sanders' plan to rebuild the roster, saying, quote, I have confidence in him and his staff, and they know what they're doing. He's been honest and forthright, very open about it publicly and privately. He's trying to build a winner at Colorado, and this is his way to do it. This should not be controversial. And I'll give and I'll give you a big a big bold prediction. This is the last time a story like this will be controversial. It's new. And Deion Sanders is polarizing. Either you lo- you can love Deion Sanders, you can hate Deion Sanders. I don't like all the peacocking he does. I don't like I don't like but I love the coach he is. Look at what he did rebuilding a smaller school. But that's why this story is here because this is simply the flip side of the business of college football, right? We talk a lot about NIL and the players who can hit the transfer portal whenever they want to and the headache and, oh, my good, what do we do? But players hit the transfer portal all the time when they want to. There's nothing stopping them from doing that. Every year, your college football and college basketball team has to go through free agency, all right? Every, right after it's over, who's leaving, who's staying? And you'd be surprised, oh, we got our guys coming back next year. Nope, guys hit the transfer portal because I'm getting more NIL money from here. I'm getting a better chance over here it happens this is the other end of it this is a coach who came and Deion Sanders came in and he told you this is what I need to do and you know why because Colorado's program is terrible they're coming off another 1-11 season they had nothing going on so here's a coach coming in saying okay um, we're not winning with the players that we have so I'm telling them time to go hit the transfer portal and go could he have done a little bit better yeah, he, he didn't have to come in his open meeting and saying, hey, welcome, I'm the coach. You guys should get ready to the transfer portal. Uh, you're talking about kids who are, who've had their world turned upside down, so there could have been a little bit better way for him to do it than in the first meeting. You know, it could have been something done behind closed doors, but that's not who Deion Sanders is. He's a show. He wants to be a show. But overall, he's doing what they hired him to come in and do. I'm doing what I think is best, and that is cleaning out the program, and I'm going to get kids to come in and play. Kids can leave anytime they want to all the time. This is now just going to be our way of doing it. So nothing is going on here that's very untoward. He's not doing anything behind closed doors. He came in and said, hit the transfer portal. You may not like it, but it's reality. Would you rather have that or a head coach lie to you saying, yes, there's a place for you here. We want you to stay, want you to stay while they're figuring out what to do. And then you wind up staying. And as you get into summer practice, you realize, oh, there really is nothing here for me. The coach lied to me. He told you, hit the transfer portal. Okay, it's rough, but this is how it is. We talk about college football as a big business all the time. This is just the flip side of that. Yeah, it's a business for the players. They get this part of it too. You push and want NIL money and all these different things and transfer portals. Okay. But this is a part of it, too. Here's a coach coming in, and all he's doing is trying to figure out a way to make the program better. There's going to be other coaches who come in and do the exact same thing as Deion Sanders. They may not be as 
open about it to the media. They may not be as looking for attention as Deion Sanders is, but they're going to do the exact same thing. But it's the first time we've seen something like this. So it's, oh, boy, Deion, what are you really doing? But now after this, it's going to be, oh, I get it. He's trying to make the team better. He's bringing in who he thinks he can win with. You know what? He won where he was before. This is They hired him to come do this. So nothing's really happening that I can see outrage for. I just feel like it's different. So people want to jump up and down and go, I don't like it. Uh, okay, but uh, there's really nothing to not like. Everything that's gone on, we, we've, we've kind of seen it, and, and I don't really have a question about it. Yeah, I think the big thing here is always just remember the, the field you're playing on here and who you're hiring. Right, I'll go back to our world of broadcasting. Former, you know, iHeart and uh, Premier Networks personality, the EIB Network, uh, Rush Limbaugh, when he was hired for Monday Night Football. What did you expect? He was going to be suddenly just diagramming plays? No, he's brought in because of his personality. You brought in Dennis Miller. Dry, sardonic, esoteric wit. And hey, then hey, suddenly stop, that was bad. Stop, stop using words nobody knows what they mean, like sardonic and esoteric. Stop. Thanks, you can't, don't use those. Nobody, well, you know what? Say, I, I paid a lot of money for those words. Damn, just, I'm going to use them. Just, just say he was a comedian. They brought him in to be funny. People know comedian. You say stuff like esoteric. What, what was the other word? Esoteric. And sardonic. Mark, Bombastic, sardonic. sardonic, sardonic. Nobody knows those words. Man. Bombastic's a good one too. That I think a lot of folks uh, we need to use that more as well. You say sardonic, and it sounds like a, a, a like if sardines had a group that sang a cappella, they would be the sardonics. No, that's good. That's kind of what it is. I like that. We could All add right. that to the next season of SpongeBob. Look, right. so the idea though is that you, you hire people for what they've done and who they are. Deion Sanders, since he left Florida State, has not exactly been a wallflower. Look what he was one of the stories coming out of the draft, right? Because he blasted all the organizations for not drafting players from the historically black colleges, right? There was only one guy goes to the Patriots, so he called that out as well. Some had argued, well, you went to Colorado, and some of those guys that would have been drafted now transfer because they see that you did. And opportunities are there and, and others. So there, there's, you know, a, a little give and take there. But the idea being that Dion's not a quiet guy. And he's going to go in and upset the apple cart. Did you like the optics of that first meeting? No, but he knew exactly what he was doing. Look, it's a new way of doing business. Feelings are going to get hurt. Sit and watch a practice at any level. High school, club soccer, you you coach your, your kid's softball team. Sometimes, you know, you find a nice way to say it as often as you can, but sometimes there's got to be a reaction, right? We had the Wander Franco play we were talking about yesterday, right? Flip the ball up to yourself and then throw it. I got to imagine the first time that happens in a practice, you kind of grit your teeth, maybe make a comment. Second time, you're probably not going to be as nice. Dion doesn't give you the second time. He goes straight to it. And now that you have 57 people into the transfer portal, it's the new age of college football and doing business. And it's a new business model. You know what? He's got to make it work. Right? If it works, then great. The, the method is in the, you know, the in the madness of it all, right? And the, it proves out and he gets the best players to stay and, and parents and players that want to play under him get that exposure and maybe can deal with the the harsh realities of how he's going to approach practices and criticism and critiques both in the film room and in front of a microphone in front of the assorted assembled media then yeah you're going to win long term but in the interim it's it's a theoretical 
hey, let's put this into practice. We have no idea if it's going to work. They sold a lot of tickets. They sold a lot of prime merch. At this point, that's all you got, a lot of headlines. If he doesn't win in September and October, guess what? I think the uh, Colorado AD might be reconsidering some of those things. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hall of Famer on tour. Wait, are they in the Hall of Fame? Don't tell me Tears or Fears is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. That'd be very, that is not even Hall of the Very Good. That's, got in, that's like Hall of Average. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. 
Jason, tell me a reason why they should not be in the Hall of Fame. Tell Alan. You know, I think that might have been my favorite bit we've done in a while last night where we argued the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. Oh, like we can continue were, that yeah. with people that have been snubbed. Yeah. Like they were Major League Baseball or NFL Hall of sure. Famers. Not all of them. Go to the All Pros, all the uh, All Star concerts. If you missed it, get the audio wherever you pull down. Uh, all of Fox Sports Radio. We appreciate you. Download it. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Mother's Day is coming up. Get those links out to all the moms in your life. Celebrate 24 hours a day. Fox Sports Radio. Some of your takes, though, Jason, were ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> bam! What are you talking about? Oh, like, against oh, the machine, bam, not, a, not a Hall of Fame? No, but Come on. For those chords alone, Hallworthy. That song, that song is great, but everything else, they're too industrial, man. Rage Against the Machine. Come on. What would you know about industrial? I couldn't get Fozzie Bear out of my head all day, to be honest. It was hard. It was hard. But listen, right along. They come along. Music for the people, Jason. Where hair music is kind of going out, and grunge music is coming in, and here's this industrial sound of a wow 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 back to that one song i'm I'm just not it's that's all i have that's not hall of fame i I feel like tom morello is a big personality he's done a lot and been very visible the last few years so that's why rage against the machine is in the hall of fame that's why hey man i can't fault a good strategy whatever gets you in Nobody even knows the name of the lead singer. Tom Morello's a guitarist. Back oh, Rage Against the Machine. That's not, that's not correct. He's a pitcher for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm <laughs> Mets sorry. wish they had incorrect. a pitcher. You are Matt incorrect Jerry. about that. You are incorrect. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Six and a half minutes to go in this game, and uh, Max Christie is in for the Lakers, which yes! talks about where things are. The Warriors are thumping the Lakers right now, 121 to 92, a 41-point second quarter, 43-point third quarter. They're shooting 50% from three, 50% from the floor. Uh, This has been a Warriors game since late in the second quarter. They went on that big run to close the second half and have not looked back. The series is going to be 1-1 heading back to Los Angeles. Now, live betting, Warriors twenty by 26 (laughs) and a half. What are we thinking? Uh, 26 and a half? Oh, under. Mm. Currently a 29-point game. So yeah, 26 yeah. and a half. The total at 238 and a half. It's going to be a lot of garbage time. Oh, boy. Oh, 238 and a half? No, I'll take the over on the 238 and a half because it's 121.92 right now. Still six minutes left. I'll take the over on that, but I will take uh, – oh, do I take the Warriors? I'll take the Warriors. I'll take the Warriors and I'll take the over. Minus 26 and a half. Yeah. LeBron and AD sitting down. They just had the look of Rob Palenka. Not a lot of jokey Jokerson things this time where there's Rob Lowe alongside him. No. no, uh, no very concerned no, no, look on the no. face of Rob Palenka in this I'm, one. I'm really, really concerned. I'm vexed. What, what the hell is happening now? This is not the team we picked up. Look. What happened he, to Anthony Davis in, in game one? He was dominant. Uh, oh, wait. Let, let me see. Hang on. Is, 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 AD, is AD trending somewhere? It's Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just seeing if AD was trending. Wait, oh, no, no, I can't find it. Again, doubling them up on uh, three-point shots. You mentioned 41 and 43, your point totals for the Warriors in the second and third quarter. Whew. 
Good Lord. Man, this is just something. Uh, so the Warriors are going to tie this thing up at one game apiece. We'll have more on this coming up in a couple minutes. But, let me, you know, let me just say, because before we get into another big topic, um, and we'll tell you who's on the hot seat more than anybody else in Major League Baseball. Buck um, Showalter. Today, stop. <laughs> We're six to stop. <laughs> oh, it's a final. This is, Fire no, no, above. No. Hey, Maybe hey, they hey, can make a trade. Hey, hey look. All right, all right, we'll do this instead because you guys are both jerks. Okay, <laughs> we'll get to the hot seat in a second. I was going to do Star Wars Day, but no, but now you got no, me no, fired I up. Now light, we'll do no. this. Hey, who's getting lightsaber? No, 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 who's no, getting no. forced out of a window? You know, here's the who's thing. Who's getting mace windowed? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Purple lightsaber. Here's the thing. Is that, yeah, uh, Justin Verlander returns today, gives up two home runs in yeah. the first inning, only two runs of the game. Mets lose again 2 nothing. They're not hitting. Their pitchers aren't pitching. I know it's early. I know this. But this is an across-the-board thing. When you see teams getting old, they don't age gracefully. It's not like you're watching someone ball. Oh, hey, yeah, you know, uh, he, well, he just turned 60, but he still looks good. He's, he's aging great. No, no, no. In sports, you get old all at once. There's no slow ride. There's no, well, I can pick things up a little bit if I need to. I can show No, when you get old, you get old all at once. And the Mets are old. Verlander is old. Now, we don't know what we're going to get from him. I'm hoping it's an early season thing, but Verlander is old. Scherzer is old. He certainly has not looked good. The Mets have four or five starters in their lineup every day that are 34 or older. Starling Marte, Mark Canna, Eduardo Escobar. These guys are all 34, 35 years old, and your best two pitchers are 34 and 35 years old. Um, when you get old, you get old all at once, and it falls apart spectacularly. That's what I'm worried about, is that it's not about the Mets aren't talented enough. It's just, are they too old? And suddenly they, they all are old at once. And then at the deadline, it's going to be, boy, well, we're getting a lot of prospects because we're selling Verlander. We're selling Scherzer. We're selling everybody. We're selling Escobar and Canna. And it's going to be this huge, everybody's going shopping at the Mets store, except instead of buying gear, they're going to be getting players for prospects because it'll be a huge giveaway at the end of July. That's my worry. That's my worry. No chance. He's going to double down and spend another $400 million. Are you kidding? Man, I mean, are you, are you really going to do it if you're 20 games under 500? Uh, spend more money now. No, get prospects, put it away, go back next year. Now nah, he doesn't strike me as a guy that's all about the long-term prospecting kind of thing. Yeah, but you, if he could actually there's suspects. If he could actually buy a win, I would be like, if he could go to Rob Manfred and said, listen, I need to buy 10 wins. Well, make a trade. No, no, no. How much money do I have to donate to Major League Baseball to buy 10 wins? I don't know, a billion dollars? Ah, I'm worth like $23 billion. Okay, here's a billion. And then suddenly the Mets' record changes. Instead of 16 and 16, they're 26 and 6. Hey, this is wonderful. We're going to need he you just to bought cre- 10 wins for a billion dollars. We're, we're going to need you to create a, a random company. And on the who is in the website, it will not have anything traceable back to you. Uh, and then you are going to put patches on every uniform and you're going to pay us uh, an ungodly sum. Okay. But that? I mean, you talk about buying, I mean, buy a billion dollars. If, if Rob Manfred said, yeah, give me a billion dollars, I'll give you 10 more wins. Oh, okay. Suddenly we're the best team in baseball. We're 26 and 6. We've done everything the Rays have done, except we just bought it. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. As much as I, I look at my, my beloved White Sox squad, they had a three game winning streak that got halted today, 10 and 22. I'm a realist going, I, I don't see this suddenly uh, firing up. You're still at 500. Okay. As miserable as portions of this season have been, 
your guy only gave up two runs today. Yeah, they were two home runs, and it allowed Frostburg to send the first daggers earlier this morning. West Coast time. Oh, it was the easy uh, low-hanging fruit there, Mike. Well, but, you know, once you're awake, I mean, that's how I know you guys are awake. The slap fighting begins. I'll always but have a couple of... Don't me into his shenanigans. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm not the one who wakes up at one in the afternoon. Well, I I can't I can't fault a good strategy if you have a situation that allows you to get up at one in the afternoon. I mean, come on. And then you fall into a tub of Big Mac sauce. Mm-mm, tub of Big Mac sauce. It's kind of like the scene from uh, Willy Wonka, except I'm falling into Big Mac sauce. See, I just got lost in the sauce. Someone just starts throwing <laughs> slices of cheese at me. That does just give me cheese. That, are, are they are they sizable me. enough that they can uh, you can ride them back to safety, <laughs> or like they're a giant, uh, you know, mat like you're going down a, a river uh, river ride somewhere at a theme park in any town or a water park near you. Uh, but I know Timothy Chalamet later on the, this year, he, he's coming out in that Wonka movie, said he was swimming in the Chocolate River whenever he could. So mm. good times all around. But, yeah, it's I think there's still hope for you guys. Assuming these two guys can stay healthy, there's money, and all you're looking for is can you get to the second wild card? You have that hope. I do not. Yeah, no, no, no. Your hope is done. Your hope is absolutely done. Which is really bad on You're May finished. the fourth. Yeah, when well, it's hey. all about a rebellion against the evil Listen. empire and all of these star destroyers and and clone war, you know, troops all over the place that are ready to be activated. I got nothing. My little well, rebellion falls silently in a cave. You were seduced and murdered by the possibility of the White Sox having a good season, but. Anyone in any galaxy could see that that was not going to happen. Yes, my little friend. If you were here, I'd be doing that whole Darth Vader choke you out motion. Yes, after that. yes. Oh, 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 I've not heard that name as a contender for quite some time. Chicago White Sox. Whoa, oh, that's not. Oh. Here's your father's lightsaber. He wanted you to have it when you were old enough. Here, this is actually used to belong to Jose Abreu. Here, take this. This is your Oh, uh, too now. soon. Too soon? Too soon? Oh, but MVP. MVP. You know, here's the thing about Star Wars Day, okay? Because this is – you know what I like Star Wars Day? Speaking of Major League Baseball, I like I Star mean, Wars Carrie Day. Fisher got her, her star on the Walk of Fame. A lot of controversy yeah. in the family, but Mark yeah. Hamill showed up, so that was kind of a big yeah, deal. Yeah, a lot of, not a lot of uh, – not a lot of um, – uh, relatives were invited to that. No, no, that is a big Billy, controversy. Billy, Billy Lord kept everybody out of that. Said, no, beat you, it, y'all profited, yeah. jerks. She matumboed everybody and said, you're not coming to this. Well, they did write um, books that got published uh, suspiciously yeah, close to uh, yeah, Carrie yeah, Fisher's death. Yeah. And her mom's, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Debbie Reynolds yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. wasn't long before that, right? I, I kind of like to use Star Wars Day like you get to the state of the state of Major League Baseball or state of the NFL when Roger Goodell would have his press conference once in a while when it's a Super Bowl. It's a, hey, here's your big state of the NFL, and then there's headlines, all that. So I kind of like to use Star Wars Day. It used to be more of a, hey, look at this cool stuff that Star Wars has coming out. And, but now it's more of a, okay, what's the state of Star Wars right now? And I'll tell you this, I have I have two things, I have three things to tell you right now about Star Wars. Number one, the movie franchises is on life support. Because they've just had an incredible, horrendous run of movies where I don't know what kind of story they were trying to tell. 
and 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 now that more time goes back and in, in between the new trilogy, because look, I keep telling you, and I'll die on the hill. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. That ever. Did you like my response to that? Rogue One is is the best. I love your responses to everything, buddy. But I mean, I those were everything. the two best comedic moments I've ever seen in the theater. Is what I put out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, responding to at How about a fresca? I did it at Swollen Dome. Two greatest moments in cinematic history for me. Laughing. I don't know what my state of mind was. I. I I will assure you I was with my kid, so I wasn't drunk. But uh, Yoda bouncing around like a pinball in that battle against Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. And then the Frankenstein monster. Uh, what about Padme? Oh, you murdered Padme. <laughs> no! That was rough. Yeah. That was rough. Some of the, the, the two best laughs I've ever had in a theater. And I've seen Anchorman. I've seen 40-year-old Ver. I've seen them all in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And those were the two mm-hmm. best laughs I ever got. Mm-hmm. And I had people throwing things at me. Well, I, I would throw things at you, too. If you, if Who you throws their shoe, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, Rogue One was amazing. But you put out a trilogy that had three different directors. Or two, uh, that first was three different directors. You fired people off it. There were three completely different visions. And I don't know what kind of story you were trying to tell. You know, Finn was important. Then he wasn't. Then he really wasn't important. Ray was next. Now she's not. Maybe she is. I mean, I don't know what they were trying to do. And you had the one chance with the new trilogy to grow grab everybody and instead it was awful and the and the three movies at look at, at the bottom line did we pay money to watch them yeah are they somewhat entertaining yeah do they live up to the star wars reputation they simply do not and and that's the big thing for me is why why did this happen i don't know where they want i don't know the story they want to tell because the you knew the story that was going for star wars empire strikes back and return of the jedi and you knew the story how it was going for phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, or Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Phantom Menace was the the goat of all movies. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what they were doing here. I don't know what story. I, who are they trying to tell me is important? Who are they trying to tell me? What were they trying to do? I don't know. It was awful because there were too many people that were in charge. It's not the vision of George Lucas. It was Disney trying to interpret what they thought was next. So that's been awful, right? That's that was an awful part of it. The other part Did of it the is, dialogue get better though with no Lucas inter- intervention. Uh, no, yeah. dialogue still kind of stay the same. <laughs> Steve Desager is just. Not his head vigorously. <laughs> I think he may have just hurt his neck. He may be on the IL soon enough. Jason, hey, Phantom but was the best one ever made. Phantom was good. I like I like Phantom a lot more than anybody else. The yeah, Jar Jar guy was incredible. Oh, he was so good. Uh, is that, look, the, the other thing you're fighting against is that the specialness of Star Wars is gone because we've seen many things very similar to Star Wars in the last 20 years. Marvel has taken the place of Star Wars and all those things. So, yeah, you need to really do something special to cut through you can't just say hey we're star wars anymore but all that being said you're not telling a great story you don't know there are no problems that this star wars trilogy couldn't solve with a better villain because kylo ren sucked he was awful he was whiny he wasn't cool star wars always has cool villains darth vader is the coolest villain of all time boba fett anti-villain cool every villain was cool darth maul cool everybody kids love these villains and you give us a whiny kid who takes his mask off and and he, he just doesn't have any gravitas on the screen and it, it, all of this this is why star wars suffered if 
you had made Captain Phasma a better villain, everybody would have loved it. Look at Captain Phasma, a chrome stormtrooper. This is so cool. How do you not make her a big focal point in the second movie? I don't understand that. I don't get it. But you always had cool villains. That's what made Star Wars. You can't have a hero. Uh, you can't have a hero movie unless you have great villains, right? That's why the Avengers has been so good. Because as great as the heroes are, the villains have been awesome. What's the worst Avengers? Age of Ultron. Why? Because Ultron was the worst villain. But all the other villains are all great. And the same thing here. Star Wars villains are great. Kylo Ren was awful. It was a great idea. It was a great thing behind him, but it was not executed. And if he was cooler, if he was a better villain, yeah, you know what? Star Wars would have been better. All those problems they have, if they had a cooler villain, that would have just glossed over everything. Kind of like Tom Brady glossing over all the Patriots issues for 20 years that now you're seeing the last couple of years. Cooler villain, everything would have been great. Still better than the Jets. I'm the uh, you know, screw you, screw you, and screw you too, Tysha, because you're probably in on it too. How'd you know? Guys are jerks. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So the Warriors take game two of the NBA Finals. They beat the Lakers 127 to 100. You got your same game in-game parlay, right, too. Yeah, I got it. 26 and a half. Boom. Yeah, buddy. I mean, I sweated it out, but yeah, I got it. No half-ass dunk in the final seconds to screw you over. (laughs) Ah, 27 it is. And that was only a 37-point fourth quarter, too. I was able to squeak that out. What a terrible, terrible quarter of basketball. Uh, It's like, can we just have a running clock? It's like Flea when he was complaining yesterday. <laughs> if I'm commissioner, then we have a we just call it. <laughs> so fans don't have to deal with this bleepity bleep 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 bleep. That's what this fourth quarter felt like too. But uh Kaminga got off the bench, so good for him. Yeah, Clay Thompson leads away with 30. Steph had 20 and 12 assists. The big thing for the Warriors, 50% from the field, 50% from three-point range. That was it. Uh, you know, every starter in double figures. It was a blowout from late in the second quarter all the way until the end. Yes, you're going to get your – the Lakers did what they had to do. They went like, yes, yes, all – yes, things you know already, right? Like, I, it's like it, – Looks you know, like, it's like what you did the with the obvious, Knicks. The obvious Phil Simms stuff, right? With Phil Simms, the most obvious things. He says, well, the Lakers did. Yes, of course they had to do. They won one game. They won. Uh, but here they are now tied at one game apiece. And if I am looking for for each team, I'll give you one big thing from each team. Okay. If I'm the Lakers, I say we got a little bit loose defensively. The Warriors were able to to re-game plan after game one. I give the Warriors a lot of credit for that because the Lakers were able to really keep them from uh, realizing the the level of play that they normally are used to because the Lakers are a great defensive team. They got a little loose tonight, and the Warriors made their open threes. You had a lot. You had a lot of time down the floor where the Warriors had a guy open, and it was Clay or it was. Uh, Jermichael Green or it was Moody or whoever it was, you had guys hitting threes. So if I'm the Lakers, I feel like, okay, we can tighten that up. And and when we get back to when we get back to our place, we get back to the crypt, things can go okay. We, we feel all right about that. If I'm the Warriors, the thing I feel great about is that I feel like we played who we are tonight. This is who we are. We had a really rough start, and we, we got away from who we were, and maybe it was uh, you know coming off the series and trying to come back. The Lakers had a lot of rest, and, 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 and or more rest than we did anyway, and, and we had to kind of come right back after a seven-game series, and Steph scores 50, and he's yelling light the beam. Okay, we had that one game where it was very difficult. We gave it away, but now this is who we are, and I'm feeling really good going into game three. There, there's stuff for both teams to say, we feel great about this. But overall, yeah, I said Lakers in six. Lakers won. I, I feel great about that right now. I feel great about them going home and being able you, to do you this don't, and, you don't and feel, AD uh, and LeBron being able to have big games. You don't feel a little lesser after this beatdown? No, no. So you're creating all. all losses the same now? 
Is that what we're doing? I mean, I know they showed the graphic immediately thereafter that I'm sure got your eyes and attention that the Lakers have won their last nine uh, games in series tied 1-1. So you you got that going. It'll be 10 soon, Mike. Nicely done. Why? Because the Lakers are bleeping back. There you go. Jason, if you're the Lakers on this one, it's very simple. You burn the damn tape and you move the game three. (laughs) Well, there there is a lot of that. I mean, one thing to take out of it is, you know, mentioning the Warriors and the six players in double figures. Thompson Curry had leading the way. But uh, 38 assists on 48 makes. So back to the ball movement and open man that has made them so deadly time and time again. Didn't have the ability to stop the ball, pressure the ball, as we saw in game one. Anthony Davis, uh, more of a spectator in this one. Did finish with only 11, 11 points, 5 of 11 from the field, 7 boards, and a minus 22. LeBron, again, minus 27. A lot of barking at the referees and complaining along the way. LeBron James did not shoot a single free throw in this game. Burn the damn tape. Not a lot of free throws overall. No. 10 out of 16 and and 10 out of 17. 33 total in this game. And and the Warriors lost the turnover battle. Yeah. Yeah, I I still feel great if I'm the Lakers. I said Lakers and six, sticking with it. What is it, 500 bucks just to get in the building, right, Prosper? Yeah. You know who's going to be in the building, Jason. Jessica Alba? Jack. Uh, Jessica Alba might be, too. He may be. Maybe Jessica Alba sits next to Jack. Mm. Escalating quickly. More breakdown of what we saw tonight from one of our most trusted insiders. Keep it right here, Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 